Hi, I'm Richard Andrew, otherwise known as RJ Andrew, and I'd like to invite you to join me and my psychedelic sidekick, Dr. Gonzo, on a musical exploration here on, and this one's introduced by, on community radio station 3CR. Dr. Gonzo, and this one's introduced by is a 60-minute program where we listen to tracks from an album introduced by the artist who made the album. Thanks for listening, and this one's introduced by Richard Andrew is a well-respected drummer, also known as the Whirlwind of Arms, providing a steady beat for bands including Underground Lovers and formerly Black Cab, Crow and Registered Nurse. Richard established and ran independent label Pharmacy Records with distribution through MGM from 2000 to 2012. The label garnered much critical acclaim and was renowned for the quality and artistic breadth throughout its 27 releases both in Australia and overseas. The label is to be relaunched in 2023 with various releases of Richard Andrews' own new works. From 2012 to the present, Richard has built a small but impressive recording studio with a focus on high-quality analogue recording. RJ Andrew has released his first album, Black River, recorded entirely to two-inch tape on his glorious Ampex 24-track tape machine. This has given the album a sonic depth and warmth that particularly shines through on the vinyl version of Black River. Richard Andrew joins Dr Gonzo to present his album, Black River, on And This One's Introduced By, on Community Radio 3CR. Hello there, this is uh, Richard Andrew, otherwise known as RJ Andrew, which is the moniker I'm going under for my debut solo release, which sounds kind of odd after probably 37 years in the music industry, but um, yeah, this album's all me, and I'm, you know, much more used to being in bands, and particularly as a drummer for Underground Lovers and a whole heap of other fantastic bands. So kind of the whole idea with this one came from um, a show I did with another band. I have this habit of putting bands together for for just one-off shows. And, you know, we played this Larry rock and roll. And then right at the end I thought, oh, I'm just going to play this one. And it was just me on guitar and singing and... Yeah, afterwards, a whole heap of people came up and said, you know, the rock and roll stuff was good, but wow, what was that last song? And this is probably almost three years ago or something like that. And I thought, yeah, actually, what I should do is put together an album that A, doesn't have any drums on it, because that's what I'm best known as, and B, to sort of really strip it back and give the whole thing some space and I guess I'd just best describe it as kind of cinematic ballads. I'm uh, a huge fan of film soundtracks. And so I think almost subconsciously, a lot of the songs on this, I can picture being in a film. Probably 
set in the Midwest and um, with uh, a lot of sad things happening. But um, equally too, I find a certain joy in that and certainly a, a real kind of emotional reson- resonance. So that's kind of what the album's about at this point anyway. So let's start with the first song, which is a song called Darling Please. And um, I guess it's inspired more by the image than the music of Towns Van Zandt. I'm a huge fan of just tragic musicians, essentially, that live with an integrity despite the fact that they're, you know, drinking themselves to death or whatever they're doing, I find a a real poignancy and um, depth in that. Not that I recommend doing it, kids, but there's something about it. So I guess that's what Darling Please is about. And to a degree, too, it's sort of got a bit of a Bonnie and Clyde theme. I'm also, that's one of my favourite films of all time. And just, yeah, these star-crossed tragic characters and... Hopefully the lyrics are kind of clear enough to to convey that. So, darling, please. Darling, please 
Uh, this is a track, actually one of my favourites, I think. Not that I have favourites on this, but um, it's it's a beautiful track called Lost. And it's actually quite an old song for me. I think I wrote it probably about six years ago or something like that. Yeah, it was before I had all my really whiz-bang 24-track, two-inch tape machine uh, running. And it was recorded on, a, uh, I think, a half-inch reel-to-reel. Luckily, I discovered it in the process uh, of making the album and transferred it onto the 24-track tape machine and all of that sort of thing. But then ended up doing very little to it. It was kind of like, I thought, oh, I'll re-record the vocal and then just felt that the vocal that I'd nailed as a demo, as you often do, was the best one. So, and I think one of the reasons this is my favourite is I just find the outro absolutely gorgeous. Um, I don't know how I managed to nail it, but it was probably some red wine or something like that. And it all just came together. So this is Lost. I'm lost in the world And I've paid for it I'm lost in the world Without you Maybe I'm a better man Next one's, again, another little favourite. They're not all favourites, but most of them are. Uh, it's a track called What Goes Up. And from memory, it just came from noodling around on guitar, actually. And that's where most of uh, the bones or the genesis of any of the songs come from. And I always find that the most fun bit. 
and then the actual sort of writing of lyrics and melody to be the torturous bit. But once it's done, it's so satisfying. And I really found that with this too, just this simple two-part harmony and the melody just sort of fell into place really quickly, as did the words, which um, is often, you know, the most torturous part of it. And um, I think my favourite line in it, in it is, um, they stole your crutches halfway down. I reckon that's a pretty cool image. This is uh, What Goes Up. What goes up must come down Giving up is giving ground And only dust remains behind you It's all too much, you're leaving town They stole your crutches halfway down None of us know where to find you Hi, you're listening to, and this one's introduced by, uh, with Dr. Gonzo. Uh, I'm introducing my debut solo album. My name's RJ Andrew, and the album's called Black River, and you're very lucky to be listening to 3CR. So this track is The List, and I'm a big fan of chord progressions that just go around. They never actually resolve or go to a middle eight or even a chorus or anything like that and so this is essentially as they say just three chords and an attitude and this one was great fun to do it's um big fan of tambourine which is quite prominent in it and without sounding anything like them it's kind of got a bit of a peter paul and mary uh what's it called again the canyon in los angeles it's got that laurel canyon in the late 60s like something bad's about to happen i'm also a huge fan of songs where the female protagonist is in a position of power and in this one you never quite know what she's done but she seems to be popping men off <laughs> in various ways and I find that fascinating because you know as we all know the power imbalance can be very much the other way so it's um I guess hopefully this goes some way to re- redressing that uh that imbalance so this is the list <laughs> Through the 
Um, the next track is Girl on a Wire. And again, this one's a little bit older than the other ones. This is sort of oh, probably five or six years old as well. I must have gone through a purple patch. And from memory, I was just mucking around with open tunings on on a guitar that you use to play slide and, and all of that sort of thing. And so if you don't put any fingers on the on the fretboard and play it, it creates a chord by itself kind of thing. And as I'm not a very proficient guitarist, um, a lot of what I do and the way I write is purely by accident. So I was just noodling around and this sort of came together relatively quickly again. It all just seemed to, you know, that magical moment for musicians where it just seems to write itself. So that was the music side of it. And... I guess the subject, well, yeah, it's fairly obvious. It's I'm fascinated with circuses as well. And this song's essentially about um, the strong man who was um, madly in love with one of the aerial ballerinas, I think you call them. And, of course, to the tune of Bring On The Clowns, she sadly falls to her death and... Um, so yeah, it's a cheery little song, but I just love the subject matter and I, it combined everything that I kind of love, which is a bit of tragedy and circuses. So this is Girl on a Wire.
Hi, I'm Richard Andrew, otherwise known as RJ Andrew, and you're listening to, and this one's introduced by, where the artist introduces tracks from their album here on 3CR. And this one's a song called Pilot. It's an instrumental, and when I was making the album, I wanted to put in little sort of, I guess, almost like intermissions um, in between the songs, almost like um, a, an after-dinner mint or something like that, just to give you, the listener a little bit of a rest and sort of take them somewhere else. And again, this was messing around with an open tuning that just I managed to get right in some way or other. And I really love the space in this. It's sort of, whenever I listen to it, I sort of, I can almost instantly see... Um, some roadside petrol station in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the night. It's just got that sense of space about it. And, of course, ties back into, you know, the I can so hear this in a film in some, some place, um, hopefully in the future, any producers listening out there. But anyway, this is The Pilot. And this one's um, a song very close to me, actually, called Backstreets and Broken Hearts. It's um, it's probably the oldest song of all of them, and it may actually be 10 years old or something like that. And it was all pretty much done in the one night. It came together really, really quickly. And one thing I definitely remember about it, I quit drinking about 10 years ago, so this must have been towards the end of that. I reckon I'd had a few red wines by the time I got to do the vocal. 
because it was all written in the same night. It was just one of those nights kind of thing. You know, I was pretty pleased with it at the time. Ever since, I'd sort of, it'd pop into my mind again from time to time. And so luckily it did again when I was recording this album. So I hunted out the tape, put it on the old tape machine and transferred it and all of that sort of stuff. I thought, yeah, this is this could definitely find a home on this record. In my mind I was thinking, gee, the vocal's a bit rough, you know. It's um, I should do it again, get it a bit smoother, all of that sort of stuff. And probably... I had about, I don't know, 10 attempts at it. And, yeah, you know, it was a bit more in tune, sounded a bit better. But, wow, there's something about this take that on this particular night, you can just hear I'm really reaching for that high note. You know, it's in key <laughs> for the most part. But the main thing is it just, yeah, I couldn't get that emotion again, I don't think ever. The great thing is playing it live, um, and we've only done three shows, it's one of the funnest songs to sing because it still really stretches me. And each time I play it live, I get the same feeling and I'm hoping that that same emotion comes out each time. So this is Backstreets and Broken Heart.
Um, this track is Two Wrongs and once again explores yet another of my favourite themes, which is, um, of all things, ageing gigolos. I just find them fascinating and sad and wonderful and optimistic and a little bit pathetic. And, yeah, I, the lyrics pretty much sum up this poor guy who's, um living in a seaside resort town somewhere, probably in the Mediterranean, you know, in a white suit with a white hat. And, you know, the suit's got a bit of a wine stain on it. And, yeah, his shirts aren't quite so white anymore. And, um, yeah, it uh, sort of sums it up in the first line, which is, um, guess I need to find a wife. <laughs> and... Um, at the album launch um, last week, I found this old white white hat in a in an op shop and this dreadful white scarf, and so it was the about the only costume change in the whole show. But I just popped this hat on, and um, before the show, the band actually daubed some red wine onto the onto the scarf, and yeah, it just. I don't know. It uh, it certainly helped my performance because it's stank of wine, but um, yeah, it's uh, it's a. It, I actually find this song really happy because I don't know. There's still a sense of optimism for this um, poor aging gigolo. So this is two wrongs.
These next ones, again, one of the little linking tracks, a little mind floss as such to to give you a break from all the lyrics and all of that sort of stuff. And it's a track called 40 Windmills. And again, really simple, pretty much just came up with the guitar line over a couple of hours and went, yeah, this is pretty good. I kind of, I like it. It turned out that I think I ended up with... Yeah, 10 or 12 linking tracks, and they were all sort of about a minute, minute 20, something like that. And so I had to go through and record them all and mix them all and that sort of stuff and then work out which of the two, because I think there's only two or three linking tracks on the album, sit with the tracks either side and, you know, they're, in my humble opinion, there were some fantastic little linking tracks as well, which, you know, I might use in something else, but they didn't quite fit with what was going on before or what was going on after. And it also felt like this was a good introduction to the B side as well. And I think the title 40 Windmills, it just this song gives me an idea of some windswept hillside or something like that. It's just got a feel of air or something like that. So here's 40 Windmills. Hi there, you're listening to, and this one's introduced by, with Dr. Gonzo. I'm Richard Andrew, otherwise known as RJ Andrew, and I'm introducing my debut solo release, which is an album uh, by the name of Black River. And this next song is a song called Holio, and I guess it's um, delving into a kind of warped gospel or something like that. It's, yeah, again, I just get this vision of it being set, this time in the deep south of America, um, on a river. And I guess it's also where the album gets its title from, because, um, yeah, it's got the line, uh, Take Me Down Sinners to the Black River. And I thought, yeah, that's a pretty good album title, actually. And, yeah, so... 
um, on the recorded version, it's got some wonderful droney sort of atmospheric stuff underneath it. But um, live, we actually do it a cappella, and it's something else when it's just uh, four voices and all the gaps in between where the, the drone should be. We generally finish the show with it, and people kind of go nuts for it. So very much looking forward to doing the film clip for this one too. I've got the whole idea in my head. Going to find a little church somewhere and have a probably a four-piece choir in white robes wearing pigeon hoods. Yep, you heard it right, pigeon hoods. And I'm going to be this sort of manic preacher with... Um, with a microphone that's got a light in it, and it just lights my face up. Oh, it'd be super creepy. But um, without further ado, this is Holio. Take me down, sinners, take me down To the black river, take me down Holy, oh, holy, oh, holy, oh, holy, oh Lay me down with her, lay me down In the black river, lay me down Holy, oh, holy, oh, holy, oh, holy, oh Hold me down Let the black river take me now
And this uh, sprightly little ditty is um, a song called Un Beso, which means a kiss in Spanish. Again, this was uh, a linking track that sort of grew up and <laughs> grew vocals as well. Uh, for any fluent Spanish speakers out there, I apologise in advance for my uh, grammar and pronunciation, but... Um, to cut a long story very short, um, back when I was a callow youth of 18, I fell in love with a Peruvian girl and she sadly got deported because she'd st- outstayed her visa and all of that sort of thing. So I said, I'll marry you. And she had to go back to Peru. I followed about nine months later. We got married and... I ended up in Peru for about oh, four months. I'd never been overseas before and barely left the state. And suddenly I'm in one of the craziest countries in the world in the midst of a civil war and uh, just a whole heap of craziness. And so my bad Spanish is kind of a legacy of that uh Absolutely wonderful, absolutely terrifying, and absolutely crazy time. So um, this one is Un Beso. Uh, this next one's a song called Broke My Pony. Again, I'm not quite sure what Broke My Pony means. It sounds like a euphemism for something, but I actually take it quite literally, as in, you've broken my pony. It's essentially a little story, and again, one of my favourite topics is small towns. There's just something about them, particularly remote small towns where the town is all you've got. And I imagine time's different in in those places. Time would be, you know, expanded or whatever. And so, yeah, it's um, it's a bit of a sad tale about, I guess, a young guy whose girlfriend's fooling around in a small town with the local jocks and that sort of thing. And... Yeah, I also love the fact that, again, this it does actually have a chorus and verses and all of that sort of thing, but the music 
uh, is two chords and it just keeps going round and round. So the music is the same for the verses as it is the choruses. And it's huge fun to play live because it has its own internal logic and its internal momentum. And it almost feels like you could play it for hours. It's just those two chords going round and round and round that um, I guess maybe even subconsciously conveys how time works in a remote town. It just keeps going and going and going. And I'm trying to remember the line from it. It helps pass the time all over again. And so, yeah, this is Broke My Pony.
This next track's a song called Five Below. And again, this is probably, oh, I don't even know how old this one is. Uh, I guess it's actually a little bit inspired by Simon and Garfunkel, of all people. Just that gorgeous sort of two-part harmony. Yeah, big fan of uh, some of Simon and Garfunkel. And so... I don't know, maybe subconsciously I was trying to channel them. I'm unable to play it live because as simple as the guitar line is, it's like this two-finger pluck thing. But you have to keep changing strings and I cannot for the life of me um, play it live. And I do remember when I was recording it, because I'm recording to tape, you can't sort of, you know, get a little bit and then loop it or whatever. I reckon it took like probably 40 takes to actually get the one where I didn't bugger it up. So um, much to my relief, I got through that. And then the rest of it came together really quickly because I pretty much had the melody in my head, which is kind of rare for me because it's generally I do the music first and then that'll suggest a melody afterwards, whereas this one was the other way around. So um, this one's Five Below.
And this track's a song called The Fates. Um, thankfully, the guitar on this is actually relatively simple. There's one tricky bit in it for me that um, any half-decent guitarist would find quite simple. The f- the subjects, um, I was in Dublin and I was being shown around by a friend of mine and we went into this tiny little church in Dublin and... I saw a thing about the fates and I asked her what it's about and it's um, something that's embedded in Celtic culture that, you know, in broad strokes, it's essentially that we have no control over our lives or our destiny so we can plan all we like but ultimately our our destiny and what happens to us is um, in the hands of the fates. Um which, yeah, it sort of um, struck a chord with me in that I've long considered life to be a ride, you know. Um, as plan as I might, all this stuff's happened in my life to get me to certain points that were completely unplanned. So, I'm, yeah, I'm a big fan of just being open to whatever life can throw up. And equally, too, the... This was the first single off the album and there's a stunning film clip made for it by my wonderful friend Kieran Doolan. And we came up with the concept of using mug shots, just a series of vintage mug shots to go with the song. And gosh, (laughs) even talking about it makes the hair go up on my arms. With these mug shots, it's all in the eyes of these people. And, you know, obviously some of them, they're just cold behind the eyes and, you know, they're probably bad people. But I found with most of them that there's just this look that they have of, I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe I'm sitting in front of this camera. And some of these photos are, you know, from the 20s through to the 50s. And it's it ties back into, I guess, the fates that they're probably good people. It was just a series of events, as in the fates, that led them to this point that they're sitting in front of a police camera getting their mug shot, mug shot taken. So, um, yeah, rang a very loud bell for me. So this one's the fates. Oh, the 
tired but you tried to pretend With a smile that you hide your weapons in reached the final track on the album despite the number of tracks the the album's actually quite short i think it's only about 36 minutes or something like that and again i'm a huge fan of anything under 40 minutes and i guess this is kind of a bit of a coda that links in a little bit of a previous song there's a little bit of holy o in there and the overwhelming theme of it is I guess being lost and hence the title 600 nautical miles sort of suggests you're 600 nautical miles from anywhere and I sort of you know imagine it's got lots of Morse code in it and that sort of thing and I just I try and imagine what the feeling is of being lost at sea for for it being so vast but also all the like radio transmissions and stuff like that that go over the go over the waves and you know mayday calls and that sort of thing. I became quite obsessed at one point with um, I read the whole transcript of the Morse code exchanges between various ships and the Titanic, and it's really chilling. And it's really tragic, obviously, but it's that that sense of distance where there's no way of being helped in a way or something like that. And, you know, maybe even in a bigger scheme of things, just being lost in life or something like that that could feel the same way. So, yeah, this track's sort of a bit of a montage of all sorts of stuff. Um there's a fair bit of shortwave radio static in there as well. And from Christmas, I got this huge old shortwave radio that um, didn't work on AM or anything else, but thankfully it worked on shortwave. And so I actually recorded just moving the dial a little bit to get the static and then that wonderful sort of high-pitched whirring, almost theremin sound that you get from shortwave. So it all may even go back to my childhood. God, this is turning into a therapy session. But I, I remember being completely fascinated by shortwave as a kid. It just, there's a whole vast world out there that's coming through my little transistor radio as I'm sitting in my bedroom as like an eight-year-old in Warrandyte. So I think I've spoken enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, this one is 600 nautical miles. Thanks for listening.
take me down to the black river take me down Hi, you've been listening to, and this one's introduced by, uh, with Dr. Gonzo. My name's Richard Andrew, also known as RJ Andrew, and I've been introducing and chatting about my debut solo album, Black River, which is out now through Pharmacy Records. Yeah, it's available on Bandcamp, both digital and on glorious 180-gram vinyl, which I thoroughly recommend. And for all info and that sort of thing, I can be found at um, rjandrew.com. So um, thanks so much for listening, and thank you so much to 3CR as well and Dr Gonzo. Cheers. Thanks for listening to an episode of And This One's Introduced By. I'm Dr Gonzo, and I'll be presenting another artist with another album next time on This One's Introduced By. Catch you next time. Hi, I'm Richard Andrew, otherwise known as RJ Andrew. Please support Community Radio 3CR, get involved and find out more on the website at 3cr.org.au. Come on, baby. Love me. Please. Love me.